You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 20 minutes before 4 o'clock in conversation next with Marcos Orellana, who is United Nations Special Repertoire on Toxics and Human Rights, who's currently in the country to examine the human rights situation related to the environmentally sound management and disposal of hazardous substances as well as waste. So what measures are used to determine whether a country has adequate waste disposal facilities and in terms of associated regulations, norms and standards, what should various countries strive for to ensure that that they meet the United Nations um, international standards that have been set. Marcos now, Marcos now joining us on the line. Marcos, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. How have the few couple of days been in the country? Uh, of course, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm very grateful for the warm hospitality that I've received from South African people. And tell us about um, the preliminary report that you've released today looking into some of the complications and concerns that have been raised by various South Africans. So, so I, I, should, I should first say that uh, Special Rapporteur is a, a member of the special procedures of the United Nations Human Rights Council. And uh, the task is to uh, take a snapshot or even perhaps even an X-ray of the uh, human rights situation in the country so that uh, the United Nations um, can help uh, the countries address the challenges that uh, the country is facing when it comes to uh, toxics and human rights. That is the mandate that has been conferred to me by the UN Human Rights Council. Sure. And from your preliminary investigation, what did you find? Uh, so today uh, it marks the last day of my official country visit, and I had the opportunity to uh, share my end of mission statement with the government or with the press. In it, I highlight the uh, the toxic legacy of environmental racism in the country. Uh, if we go back to pre-1994 years, we can uh, bear witness of uh, certain policies where uh, black communities w- were uh, housed uh, and uh, landfills were sited uh, next to petrochemical industries, next to polluting industries. That legacy of toxic exposure and contamination um, lives on until today and it poses uh, significant challenges for the effective enjoyment of human rights of, of many people in the country. What is environmental racism? Environmental racism is a, is a term that is, uh, has been coined to uh, describe the reality of um, intentional segregation and the, the disproportionate distribution of harms and, and risks along racial lines. And so, for example, uh, when a, a black community is, um, is housed next to a petrochemical industry that uh, is, uh, is spewing out significant volumes of hazardous pollutants, it is suffering from the disproportionate impacts of, uh, of, of such pollution. That's what environmental racism uh, refers to. With the visit that you made to Mpumalanga, would you say that that also qualifies as um, environmental racism? In, in certain ways, it, it does. We've seen that uh, in Mpumalanga, uh, coal mines and coal burning have disproportionate impacts on disadvantaged communities and, uh, uh, and many of them uh, along racial lines. They may not be the intentional siting of landfills, 
uh, uh, next to um, black communities uh, as in the pre-1994 era, but the current levels of exposure to hazardous pollutants in the air make the air a real poison that affects the human health, the lives of countless individuals and, and communities, many of which move to these places in the search for jobs or opportunities um, in, that are not available elsewhere. And so they compromise their health in search for, for food. That, that situation is, of course, uh, appalling and from a human rights uh, perspective needs to be addressed. One of the biggest um, issues that the, this country has faced, of course, at some point, the booming um, mining sector. But now that some of those mines have been abandoned, you touch a bit on the Zamazamas and some of the hazardous chemicals that they use. But then there's also the, the question about the role of these mining companies after they've closed down their mines. Yeah, in my visit, I was able to uh, see how uh, there are so many abandoned mines in, in various parts of the country. And uh, mining has no doubt contributed uh, and uh, significantly to economic growth and generation of, of wealth. But what is not accounted for are the externalities, the externalization of environmental and health costs associated with uh, abandoned mines uh, that are polluting uh, the uh, the waters with acid mine drainage, uh, the, the abandoned tailings dumps that are uh, distributing uh, um, uh, dust and other hazardous uh, pollutants and posing other kinds of risks, such as the, the, the ruptures of, of dams. These harms and risks they impose real economic costs, but since they're not accounted for, they are externalized on communities, they are externalized on taxpayers, and the result is a landscape that is uh, scarred by abandoned mines, uh, tailing dumps, and communities that are um, suffering because of the exposure of uh, hazardous substances. And what's your recommendation to the state on how to deal with this, considering that we already have legislation in place? So the, there, I would say there's cause for hope and optimism in South Africa precisely because uh, of the legislation that you point to. Uh, South Africa's constitution is a progressive document that has been, I would say, heralded uh, around the world for its strong protection of human rights, and that embodies the commitment of the state to upholding human rights. That is a starting point. And, but of course, laws and regulations, uh, constitutional rights and uh, legislation are by themselves not enough. Uh, the uh, situations of uh, impermissible corporate capture by uh, industry, uh, corruption, there's instances of uh, failures of enforcement and accountability deficits. All of that needs to be addressed so that South Africa redoubles its efforts to overcome the legacy of environmental racism. Thank you so much for your time. That is Marcos Orellane, who is the United Nations Special Rapporteur on Human Rights as well as Toxics.